0: The world of CGI is a world of simulation, and there are many types of visual effects that can be used to fool the human eye. One of them is called dynamic simulation. What is it, and how can it be used? Well, stay tuned, because in this episode, number 2122, Bill and Sean Johnston, the CG Pros, will be doing a deep dive into that subject when they answer the commonly asked question, what are dynamic simulations, and how are they used in CGI? on the CG Bros, CG Insider Podcast. Hello,
1: and welcome to another CGI Insider Podcast, number 2122. I'm Sean Johnston, one of your hosts for today's podcast. And I'm Bill Johnston. And we are the CG Bros. In today's podcast, we're gonna be talking about one of my favorite subjects in the CGI VFX creative realm, dynamic simulations.
2: You know, you may be asking yourself, what the heck is that? I, I, I certainly did at one point. But that's what got me into the business, and and thanks to that question from Josh Patterson of Irvine, California. Uh, He asked that on our Ask Us Anything page at thecgbros.com. We'll be answering his question uh, today. What are dynamic simulations and how are they used in CGI, specifically, uh, but not exclusively to uh, CGI uh, in film and gaming? So uh, By the end of this podcast, uh, you're going to learn some valuable insights about dynamic simulations and uh how it's used in cgi and filmmaking and you'll learn a little bit of history and uh we'll talk about some of the different types of uh, dynamic simulations and uh, what software you can use to create them and what they're used uh you know specifically to create as well as we'll tell you what some of you know our most favorite uses of dynamic simulations have been over the years and you know uh so bro if you're ready to go uh what uh, are dynamic uh, simulations exactly?
1: Well, you know, just just to start off real quick, um, I, I'm trying. I'm going to try not to get too technical because I know last time I may have uh, been a little too technical in some of the terms, and not everybody is is uh, you know does uh, CGI speak like nobody's like you as and awesome I do. as you, Sean. Oh no, 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 <laughs> no just CGI. Just like, <laughs> but. Uh, so, you know, there may be a couple of words, though, that I'm going to use that you may not understand. So I apologize if, if I do do that ahead of time. But uh, just to to basically state uh, dynamic simulations uh, for CGI animation is and VFX is the process of using computer and specific software to simulate realistic complex motion by applying the principles of
2: physics, i.e., math, math, math. Lots of math. So it's basically... So yeah, I'm sorry. It's basically called. I mean, I, I've heard. You know, uh, dynamic simulations called uh, physically based simulations. Right. I mean, so they they take into account laws of physics.
1: Yes. So, for example, um, CGI animation. Instead of assigning, you know, a traditional keyframes to objects to animate them, you would assign physical characteristics that define how an object uh, behaves in a simulated world. So. The dynamic bodies are converted from the objects created, and you are, you know, define those through dynamic attributes, which affect how the object behave. So, here, a simple example, not too complex, would be um, a bouncing ball. If you wanted to animate a, a bouncing ball using Maya, Autodesk, 3D Studio Max, Blender, or whatever, you could animate it by hand, um, you know, keyframing it using squash and stretch animation mm-hmm. principles, and yeah, and or. Um, you could use a physics simulation. Um, The result would be, you know, the motion of the bounce along with the squash and uh, properties. Because gravity is
2: being applied, right?
1: Yes. Um, Those attributes you'd assign to the ball and you'd run the simulation. Um, And, you know, you would actually use real real world surface or volume properties for that ball. You know, like you said, gravity, you know, how the elasticity of the ball, the collisions, right? Yeah. You know, you could do different. In, in fact, what's kind of cool about using simulations, if you want to save, it saves time. And if you want to use, uh, a lot of times the physics engine will use setups. They'll have pre, um, you know, pre-setup uh, types like uh, for tennis ball, basketball, you know, thick rubber, um, you know, or super bouncing, you know, super ball bouncing. Yeah, you know, I, I
2: find those presets myself to be, you know, great starting Points, you know, as far as doing the work that I do um, in VFX, I, 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 you know, it's like you when know, I was a, initially a, a 3D Max user because all the attributes were out, you know, out there, and you could kind of see what each one did. Um, but uh, you know, I, I when I went to Maya, you, know, you, you had exactly, <laughs> and, and when you went to Maya, you had to say, well, what you had to add the attributes you wanted, and so it was very, very challenging in that that realm. And so, you know, um, different software. It, really requires you to do different, uh, different things as far as uh, simulation. You know, I mean, they have different simulation capabilities.
1: Yes, and, and you know, those are, those are just, that's just one example is, is the, the, the ball that I was explaining about. And uh, I like how you went back to Max, too, because that's where I started as well, so 3D Studio Max. Um, a lot of, very easy to get into. Maya, a lot more complicated to get into. But uh, another example would be, let's say, if you wanted to simulate um, clothing, you know, like a dress or cape on a CG character, Um, you know, how it, how it moves across the character and locks to the body during, let's say a walk, run or dance. Um, You could animate that by hand. And like I said, that, that would be, that would take a long time to do. Um, But, you know, making, doing a physics engine, uh, you could make that complex dress uh, move more realistically.
2: Yeah, I think the, uh, well, hair is not the only, you know, and cloth are are, are just a couple of the ways that uh, dynamic or or physics based simulation is is used what it's used for i mean it's used to create most things like a realistic fire and smoke and, and vapor and cloud effects that you see in in you know your favorite hollywood movies it's it's basically uh used to control uh hair uh that you see on on cg characters that, you know the feather systems and the fur systems uh it's used to um create the you know destruction simulations that we see all the times that uh, that we go to hollywood for i mean I mean that's what makes the Avengers so awesome is when Hulk's sliding down the building and and uh, you see j- just the total destruction of those uh, robotic uh, slug-like cre- creatures flying through the through flying through the buildings. You know it's just uh, um, it's it's pretty amazing what what you know uh, physical simulations are actually uh, able to achieve these days and and that really adds the realism to the films and the video games that we're that we're creating.
1: Yes, and of course liquids. You know, fluids of all kinds.
2: Yeah, um, any kind of natural phenomenon, really. Yeah, fluids, liquids, soft—you know, uh, soft bodies, which are like muscle systems. I mean, we in yeah, Pacific animal fat Rim and like and, and the kaiju's. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. exactly. When their skin rolled and you could see the fat and the muscle, you know, shifting around with the with the the the, 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 the blows of, of the the uh, uh, robots. It was just just a phenomenal thing. Yes.
1: And there's a, you know, you'd think about, you know, Lord of the Rings where you see, or maybe see even other uh, movies where you see a big troll, you know, the Harry Potter thing where you see the the big stomach moving and while well, he's trying to attack you and you see it jiggling around. And those are kind of the things that we're talking about with, with simulating, uh, using the computer processing and physics to do, do that for you. It's not manually done. I mean, there is some setup probably that you could do it manually if there's some things you need to fix. But uh, you know, there's all sorts of you know ragdoll physics. Um, of course, then there's also crowd simulations. You know, yeah, flock, there's no flocking. way
2: exactly right. You could there's no way you could sim- you could animate that by hand. You you need some some real uh, physics based uh, simulations going on. There's there's no way you could you could animate a flock of birds or herds of cattle and or like you said, crowds of, of people. I mean, remember World War Z? I mean, yes. that, that was one of, one of my uh, Favorite crowd sims of all time.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was that's pretty impressive. Is I wonder if that's using uh, particles or is that is it using behavior A, AI in that?
2: You think, um,
1: or are they just you know?
2: Oh, of course, yeah, it's all AI driven. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: Well, you know some of the history of it. I didn't realize you know the history of dynamic simulations. I know that it it started in you uh, know engineering and aerospace. I mean that's kind of where it all started. You have these geniuses doing. Doing these, you know, with their PhDs, doing all these mathematical equations to try and figure out, obviously, with with the uh, lunar program, and you know, doing trying to do simulations of that, um, and you know, in the '60s, they were using it for for aeronautical, you know, manufacturing of you know, flight, um, you know, how to, to help how to make the jets, um, you know, be structurally sound.
2: At certain speeds, well, you know, and simulation, of- yeah, basically simulators. Yeah, you know, they 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 would use simulators uh, uh, to to test the the performance and the and the the uh, design of new aircraft. Right, and and
1: I know they used a lot of it for modeling of the weather and, and ocean currents and a lot of those things uh, that they used a stress analysis and things like that.
2: Oh yeah, um, for building building mm-hmm. uh, bridges and stuff, they actually put it yeah that's that's amazing uh we can talk about the software that does that later on but sure yeah when they when they actually do uh, load load stressing and and uh, simulate well like you said a lot, and there are a lot of things that they uh use it for as well as uh in in predicting you know the global warming models and uh, climate change models if you will um you know yes. they look at erosion patterns and they simulate that and they they uh, simulate uh you know the ocean currents and it's it's a pretty in, i mean there's a lot of variables in that whole modeling system but um, it's used pretty pretty extensively there.
1: Yes. I mean, I'm trying to remember some of the – when I got into CGI VFX, um, what what kind of the things I was looking at when I got into it and so excited about actually being a part of it. Um, you know, I thought about the first photore- photorealistic uh, fluid sim that I saw, I'm trying to remember back, you know, going through the years. And I remember seeing the abyss and then seeing that uh, morphing watery creature coming out. Um, and, uh, you know, in the face of the, of one of the character, the woman, I forgot the actress's name, but it kind of smiled at her. I mean, that mm-hmm. kind of, for, yeah. for me, I was just, I was blown away by that. Um, and some of the first AI, you know, crowd behavior that I was seeing was, was, uh, uh ants the movie from dreamworks. Um, remember the, uh, the ant colony underneath the ground yeah. when they, when yeah. they all got together in that big wrecking ball. Do you remember that? Yeah, I do. I, I, you know, that was that was the first crowd AI. That was before, that was totally before any of the Lord of the Rings stuff or anything else. It's crazy to think, right?
2: And when, what year was that? Uh, that
1: was 1998. Man, that's amazing. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and then, of course, water is always impressive to me in, in doing um, simulations. And, and the Titanic was the first uh, first one to use uh, simple uh, photorealistic CGI water. And I believe they used not a, like a volumetric, but more of a simple grid across the, mm-hmm. the water, which is easier to calculate. And it looks, it looks really good from that movie.
2: So what, what uh, software is used to create these physically based sim, uh, simulations or dynamic Sims for CGI?
1: Well, I know there's a lot that you, you use, um, when I was using a, a lot of the plugins that came with 3D studio max there were I mean the first simulation stuff that I was using was for for cloth. It was cloth rays way back in the day
2: Oh yeah yeah that's and right I, that's going that's dating yourself sure right
1: and that's, <laughs> and it was and it, and it simulated cloth you know a lot of times you would just and it it was really fast had a lot of presets um you know if you wanted to do a commercial I remember I wanted to do we were doing a commercial at one of the um studios I worked at where they were doing they wanted to have a dryer um, with, with socks in it. And we're like, how are we going to do that? How are we going to animate it inside there? We could do it by hand, but we used cloth rays and did that with socks inside of a dryer flipping around. And it was, it really looked good. I was surprised. You get it to a certain point and then it would explode all over the place, but really impressive how well. It yeah,
2: worked. I, I will tell you physical simulations uh, have really come a long way. I know, um, uh, you know, and it's just recently, um, there's some really been some, some, some innovation in, in that that area. It, when I was starting out, there there were no uh, physical based simulation programs that 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 were you know at least part of Maya or part of 3D Studio Max. It was I mean they had Reactor for Max after a few years, but right for, uh, for Maya they had their inherent rigid body system, which was we can we, I'll describe what rigid bodies are here in a little bit, but basically it it was very challenging to create physically. Accurate simulations for for destruction scenes. We were doing a lot of destruction scenes. Uh, you know, there's a, a lot of like you said, plugins available, and and a lot of them are actually quite good. Uh, Thinking particles being one of them. Uh, that would that would definitely. I mean, that's that's really the backbone of a lot of the movies that have been shot uh, in Hollywood that actually look realistic. I mean, um, but you know, to 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 come kind of uh, into the into the current times, Houdini has really taken over the market as far as uh, doing uh, destruction based physical simulations uh dynamic simulations of you know cloth fluid and uh rigid bodies soft bodies uh, uh grains um it's just a cr- incredible what houdini and, and side effects is is created with that so you know if you're into it and you you want to look at, into doing some of these uh kind of physical simulations so, you know start looking at houdini it's a uh, it's you know uh, hands down the uh, go-to software
1: yes you know it's uh and uh, it's amazing to me the the speed uh, at which just looking back over how fast the uh, you know 10 15 years has gone um just looking back through my mind and then doing just a little bit of research for this you know um, um I guess it's called NIAD. Is that is that correct, NIAD? Oh yeah, yeah That's correct. Yeah. You know, oh Sean,
2: I, yeah. The it's, yeah, it has v- viscosity and, and adherence and uh, it, it it simulates wet sand. Uh, I mean and, and Houdini is able actually to do that now. It's kinda of, I mean it's it's almost it's 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 not better than NIAD. Well it's funny ahead.
1: it's funny because NIAD was um you know, from exotic matter, which is again, everybody out there listening, um, you know, all these these programs obviously are from geniuses and, and PhDs doctors and um, who study this stuff um, for years and years. And then, um, you know, co- go out on their own and use what somebody else else has done and then go and, and make it even better. Um, and, and, and just, it, it's amazing to me, these guys, uh, these guys brains that, that can do this. Um, and then I didn't, I didn't realize that uh, auto Autodesk bought uh, a um, a while back. I didn't even know that it got, it got bought by them. Mm-hmm. Um and then, you know, just so you guys know, I know my brother was talking about rigid bodies and soft bodies. What, what, tell us what rigid bodies are before we move on to some more software.
2: Well, you know, rigid bodies basically are deformable objects. They're, they're, it, all, all these, uh, all, you know, cloth and uh, uh, liquids and uh, soft, other things that are soft, that are flexible, that are objects that move. They're, they're basically a, a, a complex particle system. Um, Bound together with a spring-like system, um, that, uh, that, and you can assign certain values to, to accomplish certain, uh, say for instance, say you're doing an ocean surface, it, it, it you, you can adjust certain parameters to come up with, you know, a wavy ocean with foams spitting off the top and, and, and mist coming off. Um, Maya was, was pretty good at with fluid effects in the, in the, in the initial days of that, but, um, yeah that that's uh so that so that's those are soft bodies but the rigid bodies would you just say that those are just more or less um walls buildings um... Uh, I'd consider those just no well they all can collide you know mm-hmm. uh, ri- being a rigid body is 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 you you could be a soft rigid body okay. so uh, you know it it just really depends on you know rigid bodies are more thing, things that are fracture and that are solid and fracture and then break into sub sub pieces and stuff like that and and how they 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 physically do that um so so that that would be the difference is is soft bodies actually deform are deformable whereas rigid bodies basically fracture when right. you simulate them or or break them or destroy them
1: yeah i mean just looking at naiad uh, as one of the softwares um that I was looking at uh for to create the fluid effects like oceans and other types of liquids like when you see commercials where they're pouring liquid into uh, you know, into a glass or, um, you know, those kind of things it's, it, it, or you're, you know, shooting two jets into each other with a bunch of other water and, or, or, you know, booze or whatever it is Th- those are, a lot of that stuff is just simulated. It looks so real. Um, and, and even when you're pouring like um, honey or chocolate, you know, you see a lot of those ads where they're pouring, you know, that's that, you look at it it's simulated. It, it looks so real um i mean it today's software now i mean you can you can you, the salt water you can add foam to it to make it the ocean look like it's got foam splashes um it, it's just to
2: me that blows me away i think uh, more than anything else and well yeah they actually use the new uh, newton's laws of physics and motion they i mean things that they these simulations take into you know account you know the conservation of mass and inertia and uh, momentum um, and energy and the conservation of energy and the transference of energy uh, they they, they uh, you know they, they take into account friction and uh, viscosity and uh, all sorts of different physical attributes that that's that's what makes VFX so cool uh, is is being able to set those different things and being able to simulate what they would look like uh, especially when you're trying to simulate nature like you're mentioning it's just you know you can't even tell you know, computer simulation from the real thing anymore.
1: Right, right. And I, I guess there's a flow line, which is another a fluid simulation that, that was developed uh, by the VFX house, Scanline VFX. Um, they use that in Poseidon, um, Hereafter, as well as the, uh, you know, the uh, 2012, I believe, was using that as well.
2: You know that I was going to get to that. That was one of my favorite. You know, we we are going to get to. You know, what are our fo- most memorable or favorite parts of uh, Dynamic Sim?
1: Yes, um, yes. So since <laughs> so, you won't get into that, how about how about Mi Army? Let's get into some some cloth, or I'm sorry, some crowd com- crowd sim plugins for for uh, 3D Studio Max and Maya. Okay, um, go for it. You know, Mi Army. Um, mm-hmm. If I'm saying that correctly. Um, it's it's the low one of the lower priced uh, versions because I, I remember seeing Lord of the Rings when you saw all the battles that took place there in those movies. Those were done by I believe Massive.
2: Yes. Definitely. Um.
1: And so I know that was like, super expensive and, and proprietary. And, and I and I believe they do um, offer that uh, Massive for I think it's about 3500 dollars.
2: Well, you know, it all really depends. Yes, definitely, and and it depends on what you're trying to do. You know, do you need background cr- uh, crowds? Do you need background um, warriors, or, or are these kind of forefront guys? Or is your camera sweeping over a, a big field of uh, of uh, you know warriors? Do you need to see everything in the in camera?
1: Um, right, and then I believe you will also have to do if you're if you're using if you're not using AI, which is a lot more hard, a lot harder to, to, um, compute, right. F- to simulate. You could use, you know, particles to just move them across, let's say planes of a land, like a landscape. And you can just attach, um, you know, an animated character to those particles they're not really interacting. They're kind of passing through, but you don't notice it. If you're creating a commercial that's got all these, you know, people behind, um, your main actors, for example, um, you could just fill your, your background full of all these, uh, you know, multi-legged creatures if you wanted to and they're just reacting to the ground but they're not really there's no ai driving where they have a little bit of a intelligence where they're aware of each other you know well you know there, there's
2: there, there are definitely levels of that i know in starship troopers you know where you see all the arachnids you know swarming over the landscape yes you know th- there's 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 dumb particles and then a particle they're all particle systems at their cart driving all these simulations um for the most part, uh, with the exception of many fluids, uh, which use, you know, more voxel based, uh, technology. But the, the, you know, the, the, the arachnids, they, they, they were able to detect, you know, run across the, the, the planet surface. They were able to you know, do collision detection and have their feet all plant on the, on the varying terrain. Uh, they were able to, uh, avoid each other, which was, uh, you know, basic collision detection, but. You know uh you know if you're doing kind of swarming things you definitely need to be aware of your neighbor and so uh in, in the more sophisticated uh and, and i would call that scene in or a lot of the those scenes in, in starship troopers you know swarms or a swarm of insects actually hmm. um that 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 that's basically the key to to that type of behavior so it all all really depends on you know yeah what what types of simulate i mean there's so many different types types of simulations that that uh, are used and, and they're used in conjunction with each other, which is really cool too.
1: Yes, and then there's Gollum Crowd. That's another plugin for Maya, and that one's a pretty pretty cool. You can get a thirty day trial on that one. Um, I believe it's on Windows only, or you can, you can rent it for three months. Um, you could set you back about two grand, but a permanent license is about sixty five hundred bucks, somewhere around there, sixty six hundred bucks. So they do they are kind of expensive. But like I said, the earlier one, lowest is like twenty six twenty six hundred dollars for um, um What about um, a DMM or Bullet? Um, are you familiar with um, those? Uh-
2: yeah, DMM was a was it was actually implemented at some time, quite some time ago, in, in a version of Maya. Um, and it's 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 intriguing, you know. I mean, all these, uh, you know, I'm not going to say anything bad about it. Uh, you know, it was clever. It it really it really had some some strong uh, qualities, uh, attributes. And I just, uh, you know, um, about bullet? <laughs> it, it, it could have been so much more bullet, bullet, I think was a lot more usable uh, just from a VFX standpoint, you Could handle a lot more. Uh, and, you know, and, in a lot of things, you know, you can get away with, you know, a lot of, not a lot of accuracy cause you know, you're covering up with, with smoke and you're coming up, covering up with other type of, you know, fluid simulation. We're not actually seeing, you know, a lot of the physics of, of some of the more rigid, uh, structures, but um, you know when when you're seeing, you want to see a column collapsing, you know, at, at a, particularly a smaller scale. Uh, you want to see that physical accuracy, and and that's where Bullet really uh, came in to uh, to its own. I think was the amount of the complexity of of physical simulation that it could do, and and the, and the realism that it could do it with.
1: Yeah, I remember the first thing, um, um when I first used some of the physics simulation for cloth, wanting it to be able to tear. I remember I, uh, that didn't come until much, much later. And then when I first saw the simulation of, of uh, a bullet actually going through um, a, a rigid body, which is like, say, a wall, you simulated a bullet actually going through glass or something like that. Um, it's pretty amazing all the different uh, techniques they use today to, to do that stuff. But, um, you know, hey – Besides uh, film and video games, uh, you know, do you, what kind of what kind of dynamic simulations um, are used besides in those? I know we kind of went like aerospace before. Um, anything else that you could um, they use dynamic simulations for that you you know?
2: You know we we we, have, we covered this. Uh, on a, I think it was podcast 20, 2010, if it was I, uh, but we talked about uh, legal and accident reconstruction and and how how those are you know used in in courtrooms and how they basically reconstruct uh things based on on physics you know they 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 take into account you know, what time of day was it you know what how what condition were the tires you know how wide was the road how fast were they going you know what was uh you know and basically run the simulations to to kind of explain to the jury what uh, may have happened because unless they have video camera footage of it mm-hmm. which and, you know, if they do, then they don't usually get these simulations made, but that's, that's how a lot of legal uh, cases are being made with the physical, physically based simulations of, of you know, t- they take into account what was on the data recorder of the car, mm-hmm. um, you know, what the, what the, what the programming of the light was. And they, they put, plug that in and they run the simulation and say, okay, well, you know what, gosh, that person did run the light and kill that person.
1: Yes. Yes. And yeah, it, it, to speak to that also, auto safety you know, the, a lot of the software um, that they have for simulations lets the engineers run crash tests inside the computers rather than on the roads. Um, it doesn't do everything that you need it to do, but it allows us to compare the performance of the different designs and, uh, early in the process of designing a vehicle uh, that or are even still on plane, the drawing board.
2: You, yeah, even planes. You know, they they, mm-hmm. they, they, they they retrieve those things and they're used to, to they use CGI to determine, you know, what led to an accident you know, or a plane crash or, like you said, auto, auto accidents, whatever. Yeah. Right. Right.
1: Yes. And they, they, those engineers will combine the info from the virtual crashes that you were talking about uh, with actual crashes. And then the software lets them run those tests, um, you know, again, rather in the computers rather than on the road. So it helps to compare the performance of those different designs, like I said, earlier in the process while the cars are still on the drawing board, which obviously saves money and saves you know, on injuries. Yeah, definitely um, you, safer. <laughs> you know, what's interesting is I, I did do – there's a little factoid about the auto safety uh, software uh, simulations and the origins of the crash test software. I don't know if you heard about this. Um, it's really interesting. Um, that was a software that makes cars safer, and it was originally de- developed to help blow things up. So in 1976 um, – Well, the crash dummies uh, protested, well, didn't they? <laughs> they yeah, the crash dummies. Yeah, and then they wrote a song, right? Wasn't it <laughs> – <laughs> Um, yeah, so in 1976, uh, John Holquist, uh at Lawrence Livermore National Laboratory created um, a program called Dyna3D, which uses, uh, uh, and like I said, these are these terms, sorry guys, finite element methods to sh- measure the impact of a nuclear bomb dropped at low altitudes. So it's- unique. Everybody needs
2: to know that. Yeah,
1: and so those unique 3D capabilities became the foundation for- commercial software that simulated car crashes. So just real quick to, to wrap things up, we're getting close to the end. Other things, um, let's get to some of our, gosh, I wanted to go through simulating weather tornadoes and hurricanes and, you know, erosion of shorelines, thermodynamic testing, um, even painting using simulated oils on canvas today. I, I saw a program that's just amazing. Um, let's go into so some of our favorite. <laughs> Sorry, uh, did you I want to say
2: they, I was going to say they even have some cool VR. VR experiences where you're drawing and you know simu- you're simulating the things. Oh, I
1: that yes. yeah, pretty amazing. Smash
2: through them and stuff like that. Yeah.
1: Okay, well, let's go right into the most memorable of, right. of our Sounds favorite good. uses of dynamic simulations.
2: What? All right, what's yours?
1: Um, well, you know, I'm kind of in the gross gross area, so. <laughs> um, I'll be well. Let me just let me just go first. Um, the Surfs Up, uh, for water simulations. I think when I first saw Surfs Up. Was Mm -hmm. just unbelievable to me.
2: What's that? Sony. The surfing penguins.
1: Yeah, surfing penguins. Um, I I was just blown away by the water and the waves. Um, the Sentinel Swarm from Matrix Revolution for that swarming simulation Mm, of all those sentinels, two hundred fifty thousand of them, robotic
2: squids. That was amazing. That was a landmark, actually. I think in VFX production.
1: Yes. Um, and then of course, just recently, I won't. I won't go into the other one that you were going to talk about. Is the uh, the Walking Dead scene in episode 810 uh, where the grinder sequence um, to me, that simulation of of um, you know the <laughs> Jadis having to lead the group <laughs> of friends that into the that became zombies into that that machine you know sh- car shredding machine was pretty pretty bad. Uh, we actually Brutal. have that on our
2: channel. <laughs> if you want to check that out by the way. Excellent. excellent. Well, you know I have to say you know for for me, one of my most memorable uh, uses of physical simulation um, was uh, was the movie uh, was it twenty twelve the blockbuster Battleship. I loved that movie. Uh, it was campy. It was, but I mean, forget the movie. the 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 dynamic feeling and the complexity of those simulations that they yeah. used. I mean, the interaction of the 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 with the water of the navy ships and the alien ships and you'd talked about, you know, your inability to determine, you know, what was real, especially when it came to navy vessels and stuff like that. Yes. That was beautifully done in in battleship, uh, you know, as well as um, you know, those uh or the 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 spinning hacksaw grinder. Oh yeah, that was you know, that, that was impressive <laughs> stuff. <stop. laughs> taking out the aircraft at Hickam Air Force Base, whipping out its tail and smashing those helicopters. Uh I, that it didn't crash through, um, right, and smashing at, into
1: the the yellow Pass uh, pillars.
2: Oh, just incredible stuff! I mean, and the explosions on the battleships themselves, and the, and of the alien, you know, the mass, the, the the ultimate alien craft at the end, just phenomenal. I mean, yeah, the I, I will tell you what um, I couldn't. I mean, and the pyro, just I, I couldn't tell what was real and what wasn't. I mean, I'll tell that that is my favorite simulation. I'll tell you right right now, um, you know, it's fantastic. I can beat that. You can tell me about it.
1: Twenty twelve. Oh, of
2: course. Come on. Year, it has everything
1: course. in there. It Has the well, we, the massive tsunamis? It has the entire California coast being destroyed, buildings falling over. That to me was a was a cornucopia. Oh, uh, I
2: like the I like the yes, exactly. When the <laughs> when the asteroids were were hitting the ground, you know, and they're driving through, down the motorhome, jumping over a giant. Oh, the, you mean the, from the, the, the volcano? The yeah, yes, yeah.
1: yeah. Um, Yeah, just all that. Just to me, I think that hit every single...
2: It's so beautiful. Yeah,
1: yeah. (laughs) Woody Harrelson. (laughs) The Super Volcano, boom. Um, Yeah, I I love that. I think that's still visually probably my most uh, impressive that I've seen to this date. Um, You know, there's there's a couple other ones that we won't have to mention. Just recently, Ready Player One. Did you see it? Uh, you know that's a good one, Sean. The last finale fight scene with all those different characters—I thought that was done so well, uh, visually, just very, very uh, amazing, amazing. So there's so many things we could talk about. I'm so sorry we're at the end. What a bummer! Let's—I want to go and do this again. Let's do it. Let's do it number two. Well,
2: I'll tell you what—I—I've I, had probably just as much as uh, Apocalypse. That I can handle universal destruction as I can handle. Until the uh, next movie. You know, right, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we want to thank you guys again for being part of our podcast today and hope you enjoyed uh, our discussion today about uh, dynamic simulations and what they are and how they're used in CGI and film. And uh, we want to uh, thank Josh again for his uh, awesome question. Um, You learned a little history of dynamic simulations and what some of the dynamic types uh, of simulation are and what software you can use to kind of create... Them yourself if you you know want to get into that. Sean talked about some of the software and they're you know they're kind of pricey. But you know even if you want to you know get into it, start with Blender. Blender has some base some really great you know t- uh, tools to learn with and 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 there some you get some really awesome results. Great suggestion. Um, but uh, if you like our podcast and found it valuable today, please. Um, share it with your friends. Uh, we do this podcast every week with you in mind, and we, we cover all sorts of different subjects relating to 3D and CG animation, uh, as well as digital effects. And um, we talk about some other interesting subjects that you may have wondered about as well. So, uh, um,
1: Well, we yeah. really appreciate you being with us. And if you got a question that you'd like to discuss or like us to discuss in the future podcast, just let us know in the comments section below if you're watching us on YouTube. Or you can ask us anything by heading over to our website at thecgbros.com and to the about us menu and submit your question there like Josh did. Also, be sure to hit the like button. And if you have uh, not yet made – well, make sure you're – if you're not yet subscribed to our YouTube channel, make sure you do that. Just Just click that subscribe button. And if you're new to the podcast, be sure to click the bell so you'll be notified as soon as we publish our next podcast. Uh, you can find the, also find the audio version of this podcast on all major po- uh, podcast plas- platforms as well. Uh, we look forward to seeing you back here for next week's podcast, episode 2123, where we'll be answering the important question, why can't I just use my favorite music in my video? I can't do that? What?
0: You can't,
1: especially on our channel, you can't.
0: That's it for today. We hope you enjoyed the CG Bros answer to the question, what are dynamic simulations? And how are they used in CGI? Thanks for being with us. If you're watching on YouTube or other social media, please give us a like and make a comment. If you haven't yet subscribed, please hit the subscribe button and ring the bell so you'll be notified when we post our next podcast. You can listen to our podcasts on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Audible.com, and Stitcher. If you are listening on Spotify, you can now share the podcast to Facebook, Twitter, and Tumblr with the share link. That's the circle with the three dots in it. You can contact us on our website at thecgpros.com and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, Tumblr, and Instagram. Oh, and don't forget to tell all your friends about this podcast series. And be sure not to miss the next episode when the CG Pros will answer the question... Why can't I just use my favorite music in my video? This has been episode 2122 of the CG Bros CG Insider Podcast. See you next time.